thank you for today. I thank you for just how amazing you are. You are such a good God. And Lord, you give us chance after chance to um, start over. You give us new mercies every day. And Lord, I just thank you for those mercies. I thank you for the mercy that you give me on um, the sin that I don't even know about. Lord, you are just so amazing in every way. And I thank you for encouraging us. I thank you for leading us and guiding us. I ask that you would anoint my words tonight and that it would fall on good ground. And I um, bind the enemy right now and anything that he would try to attack this word with in the name of Jesus. This word will take root and it will sprout and it will grow and bear fruit in Jesus name. Amen. All right. So. What I'm going to be talking about tonight is intentional living. Okay, so I'm going to read out of Ephesians 5 and 15 through 17. And it says, be very careful then how you live. All right, I'm pretty sure that this is Paul speaking to the church of Ephesians. Okay, so he says, be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Let's just stop right there. All right. I know that some of you might be saying, I'm not sure what the will of God is for my life, right? Some of you might be in a waiting season in your life where you're like, God, I just want your will, but I'm not really sure what that looks like. I'm not really sure. I, I feel like I need to hear a um, direct um voice from you. I've got to hear something from you in order to know what your will is. Well, let's figure out what's not God's will for your life. Okay. It's not God's will for you to sit around and do nothing. All right. It's not God's will for you to waste time. It says at the, at the um, middle of the scripture, it says, but as the wise making the most of every opportunity, another version says making the best of your time. Okay, so we know, well, you might not know exactly what God's will is for your life, but we do know that it is not God's will for us to be unwise, which is to be lazy, which is to be unproductive, which is to not be fruitful. Okay, so I encourage you ladies that maybe you don't know exactly what God's will is for your life in this season. Know that he is telling you tonight, it's not his will for you to sit around and do nothing. Get busy for the kingdom of God. Plug in on Tuesday nights. Plug in on Wednesday nights here at Covenant Church. If you don't come to church here locally, find a way for you to plug in. And then if there's not something going on at your church, plug in through the word of God. Figure out what he wants to tell you today. It's whenever the disciples ask Jesus, Jesus, how should we pray? He said, um, Heavenly Father, or excuse me. I totally just went blank on <laughs> the Lord's prayer. But he says, give us this day our daily bread. Listen to what this is. Give us this day our daily bread means give me what I can, what can sustain me for today. Give me what can nourish me for today. And so Jesus made it very clear in his prayer, the, the Lord's prayer. He said, give us this day our daily bread. Listen, he said that with intention. There was intention behind that. 
because we have got to have something to feed on the on the word daily, okay? So it is God's will for you to receive something from him daily, whether it be through song, whether it be through you listening um, to a fight time, whether it be you listening um, to a podcast, whether it be you listening to a sermon, whether it be reading your word, you have got to receive something from God daily, right? So we know what is what what's not God's will and that is for you to not be productive all right he calls us to be productive he calls us to make sure that we aren't wasting time all right now i'm going to jump over to psalm 139 13 through 16 all right this is a beautiful scripture it says for you created my inmost being you knit me together in my mother's womb i praise you because i am fearfully and wonderfully made your works are wonderful I know that full and well. My frame was not hidden from you. When I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth, you saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. Right? That's a beautiful scripture about how intentional you were created. Right? I'm talking about living intentionally. And before I want to get any further, I want to make sure every lady who is on this broadcast understands and hears me clearly when I say you were intentionally made. Okay, you were made for a purpose. You were made for the life that God has called you for in this day and time. There is a reason why you were not made in 1963. For, for, or for me, at least, you might be made in, my, in, nothing, ugh, in 1963 if you're watching this later. Okay, you might be made in 1980, okay? I was created by God in 2000 so that I could be 22 years old on May 25th of 2023 for a purpose, okay? He intentionally made me. Now listen here, all right? If God didn't put in the time to form me, or excuse me, God didn't put in the time to form me. God didn't intentionally form me if he didn't intend on me to live for a purpose for his kingdom. Okay, let me say that a little clearer. I know I can sometimes get my words jumbled up. God did not create you intentionally right? Because I just read how, how intentionally you were made in the scripture. God did not create you with that much intention for you to not have a purpose in your life, okay? God did not go through all of that work and knit you in your mother's womb and knew you before your mother even knew you just for you to live however you want to live, going day by day, bearing no fruit, having no productivity, not learning anything, but wasting your days over and over and over again. Listen, I'm not trying to be strict. I'm not trying to be heavy with my words, but I want you to be encouraged by this word tonight because you might be thinking, that you are a little tiny dot 
on a huge earth or on a huge spectrum, you might think that you are like Horton Hears a Who, where you are on a little speck in a huge universe. But listen, God created you with fully intending on you to carry out the purpose that you were made for. All right. And it was a specific purpose. Right. So Sarah's purpose is going to be different than my purpose. Brianne's purpose is going to be different than my purpose. Bryce's purpose is going to be different than my purpose. How beautiful is it that we have a God that loves us enough that he creates me specifically to perform and produce the fruit that I was created to produce for my purpose. Okay. So you were intentionally created to live intentionally. Okay. Uh, my husband spoke last night and he spoke so strong um, to me for sure. Um, he is uh, one that some I would say is a hardcore preacher. And so he spoke yesterday and I, um, I'm not sure if he actually mentioned this. I was downstairs at the beginning of his message helping him for his um, uh, example later on in that sermon. And so I don't know if he mentioned his title, but I read his title on his notes yesterday before he walked up there. And it said, it said, develop or die. All right. Now those are harsh words, right? Because you got two options here. It's either you're going to develop or you're going to die. But it's true. Listen to how true this is. Without intentional living, there is no development there. Right? Without intentional living, you're stagnant. Right? This is what stagnant means. Stagnant means showing no activity. I looked up the definition. Stagnant means showing no activity. You were called to live an intentional life. And so what happens when you become stagnant because you've gotten in a rut and um, you, you, you're not living intentionally, and I'm not even meaning just living intentionally for the Lord. I just mean living intentionally, intentionally as a wife, as a daughter, as a, as a coworker, as a friend. When you aren't living intentionally, you become static. You become numb. You show no activity. And what happens? Does anybody know what stagnant water is like? It's gross. Nobody wants to be around it. Nobody wants to swim in that. It says, whenever I looked up what the definition of stagnant is, the, the top definition was actually talking about water. And it said, stagnant water has a stench. Listen, if you've been having a bad attitude around everybody, we smell it. We see it. We see that there's no activity going on in your walk. We see that you're not thriving in this season of your life. And listen, we're not looking at you with hate. We're not looking at you with negativity, but we want to pull you out of that state and say, wake up, girl. It's time for you to get intentional about your walk with the Lord. It's time for you to get intentional with your marriage. It's time for you to get intentional with your studying in the word. It's time for you to get intentional. Why? Because if you don't develop, you're going to die. If you don't develop, you're going to become so numb that you're going to be untouchable. Listen, you've got to wake 
up so that we can pull you out of the stench that you have fallen into. Okay? So if you want to type in the chat, just begin to say, it's time to get intentional. It's time to wake up. Right? Now, I know it's easy for me to, to diagnose that some people might not be intentional. I know it's easy for me to just go ahead and say on here that um, you can be stagnant and you can be numb. It's a lot easier just saying that than it is to actually receive it or to recognize that that is the state that you were in. All right, so I'm gonna be very honest and open. And I wanna say it's easy to fall into that state of going through the motions. It's easy to fall into that state of obligation. It's easy to fall into this into that state of just doing what I've always done over and over again, showing up Wednesday night, showing up Sunday, showing up Sunday night, showing up Tuesday, right? I am the perfect example, right? Last Wednesday, the Lord stirred my heart so much. And I'm just going to be honest with you all. I was, I was praying to God and I was asking for him to anoint me um, because I do carry the weight of worship on, on Wednesday nights. And I caught myself realizing that even my prayer for him to anoint me was going through the motions, right? And it's easy to feel that way when you have a job to do. And yes, I have a job to do on, on Wednesday nights. Um, nobody else is going to take care of that. Brianne normally has the sermon. Um, Bryce isn't going to get up there and start speaking and introducing everybody and welcoming everybody. Um, you know, Davey's at work. And so it's easy to get um, to where you're going through the motions because you're needed. And yes, you are needed because God did intentionally create you to work for the kingdom of God. But God did not intentionally create you to go through the motions. God did not intentionally create you to feel obligated. And so I began to say, God, forgive me for showing up out of obligation. I don't want to show up out of obligation. I don't want to go on dates with my husband out of obligation. I don't want to be friends with somebody out of obligation. But Father, I want to come to you with admiration. Let my motivation be from admiration from you. I don't want to, I don't want there to be anything else behind my motivation other than admiration for the King of Kings. And so it's easy for you to slip into going through the motions. It's easy. If anything, I would say that that is our default mode. And Brienne used a perfect example this week, not for that, but I'm going to use this. She talks about how getting continually better is uphill, right? But it's so easy for you to fall back into your old ways. And so, yes, as you get continually better, you're constantly having to feel yourself push. You're constantly feeling yourself have to climb. You're constantly feeling yourself having to reach because getting continually better is going uphill, right? But when you stop being intentional, it's so easy for you to fall back down. So I'm telling every one of you tonight, I'm encouraging every one of you, it's time for you to be intentional. 
Why are you lifting your hands in worship? Why are you praying before your meals? Why are you listening to worship music in the car? All right, it's time to get intentional. It's time to say, God, all right. I don't want to go through the motions with you. I don't want to just say, thank you for my food. Amen. Right? Be intentional in your prayers. Be intentional in your worship. Be intentional in your fasting. Be intentional um, in your servanthood as a wife. Be intentional in your motherhood. God created you to be intentional. Okay? So be encouraged. All right? I know that conviction can fall, but it's good. That means that God is still moving today. Okay? I'm going to pray over every one of you. And then I am going to get ready for bed. I know it's late. <laughs> so why don't you just pray with me? Father, once again, I thank you that you give us second chances. And I thank you that you love me even whenever I have failed you. Thank you for loving me even when I know that I could never earn it. Lord, I ask that your love would invade every woman's heart that's under the sound of my voice right now. That they would recognize that conviction is because you love us and you want what's best for us. Lord, I thank you that you were so intentional in creating us. You're such a personal God and you have such a desire to see us be successful for your kingdom. And so right now I'm asking that your hope would invade every heart that's full of heaviness. Let the heaviness be lifted and let it be replaced with hope and a drive to do what is going to advance your kingdom. Let every woman know how wanted they are and let your spiritual anointing, Father, be upon every single lady in Jesus' name. We thank you for what you're doing. Let this word take root and let it be prosperous in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. I love you all. I hope you have a great night. Get some good rest. Father, give every lady watching right now supernatural rest because we all need it. It's late. All right. Love you all. Have a good night. Bye-bye.